Um, but right now, I am joined by Wilbur McDougall and Ollie Lux. Good morning to both of you. Hello, uh, Tinakwe. How are we today? I miss you, Wilbur. <laughs> His feelings not mutual. <laughs> All right, of course, we're here to talk about uh, Wilbur, the king in the ring. Now, um, the the documentary, it came out of a short, right, um, that you did back in 2015 or so, uh, yep. which was uh, Wilberforce. Um, you know, was this surgery on the cards then, or did that did that idea for you, Wilbur, come come a little bit later on, uh, after, I guess, maybe seeing, seeking some medical advice, uh, and then you're like, hey, we did that. Why not film this? I think um, one day Ollie just said to me, when he was asking me about my obesity, which was a common topic, um, he goes, have you thought about the surgery? And I said, <laughs> oh, mate, I haven't got 30 grand and found out it was pretty much free if you, um, you know, poke the right bear. Yeah. And um, then he, think, uh, he just kind of linked it in to trying to make a film about me. Yeah. And he claimed, it's like, it's not about you being fat, it's about wrestling. <laughs> it's about the wrestling. It's like 20% wrestling. 20%. <laughs> <laughs> okay, more than that. But it's about you being fat to being thin. Yeah, it's, a, it's the journey. It, it is a journey. It is a journey. Um, now, uh, Wilbur, once again, um, Kiwi Pro Wrestling, because um, like you said, that is 20% of the thing. Um, I didn't even know there was Kiwi Pro Wrestling anymore because I remember on the mat because mm. I am just I think I just in the nick of time I was born in the early eighties and I kind of my parents were obsessed all New Zealanders were obsessed with on the mat it was huge oh yeah I mean you know back in the seventies and eighties you'd have like town halls filled with thousands of people mm. every mm. couple of weeks seeing pro wrestling in New Zealand so the, the Kiwi Pro Wrestling was that like uh, did you travel around the country to do that or was it a Dunedin thing was it an Auckland thing Where, what was it all I, about? I moved up to Wellington in two thousand nine and um, our boss was a nephew of the Bushwick and we just do shows in Wanganui and Wellington um, uh, you know Marston whatever in that kind of you know that region and we had some amazing workers eventually went overseas to work with professionals and and just gradually and gradually more of these companies started popping up like there's a very good one in Auckland and there's now an amazing company called Southern Pro Wrestling in Invercargill. So all over the oh, country, yeah. you've got like pro wrestling companies now. Yeah, is up there with Billy Corgan's pro wrestling company. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> does he play like every entrance song? Uh, he might do. Um, right, Ollie. Um, yeah. Now the the film itself, you know, I mean, it was it was, uh, you know, it's about Wilbur. It's about uh, what he's going through. It's about wrestling. But I mean, it turned into uh, being about you two as much as it did about the transformation was it a deliberate thing or did that just did it just uh morph into that as time went on with your filming yeah i, I mean i i pitched the short film to wilbur as this being about him at work and then going to wrestling at night and thought that was quite interesting but um wilbur being the smart man that he has picked up that i was quite interested in using um his weight as a dramatic device and <laughs> rail mm. against it and so the conversation we had as a result of that was actually a lot more interesting than the film I had in mind originally so I just decided to turn the camera around and put some of that discussion on tape and that's what ended up in Wilberforce and I guess as a continuation of that we just kept doing that for the feature length mm -hmm. Well in terms of the directing did you have uh, a direction you were trying to take Wilbur and were you trying to artificially create emotions throughout the Quite film? Good question. No. I was not trying to artificially create emotions. I was just asking him about his emotions, and Wilbur, being a freaking southern bloke, wouldn't really delve into too much detail. Yeah. Saying that he was fine, he was fine, he was fine. Yeah. Um, which meant that I had my back against the wall a little bit at times. Um, so there may have been 
a bit of a push here and there, but I mean, it was all in good spirit and yeah, <laughs> with, with no friends. <laughs> wow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. How, yeah, so how, I mean, I, I guess at times it would have must have been quite a stress for you, Wilbur, making this film, and you've got a camera in your face. You're going through something quite dramatic. Um, it's, it's not a small thing. Uh, not only are you going through surgery, all surgery is dodgy. Well, not dodgy, but uh, there are risks involved in everything. So you've mm. got to be nervous. You've got to be feeling a lot of different things. You've got a camera in your face. Um, you've got uh, one of your best mates who's trying to get an outcome um, that uh, will suit being turned and made into a you know a doco. He wants to get a really good outcome. He doesn't yeah. want to waste his time. So, I mean, was there a lot of stress on you during the filming? Uh, you know, it was a mixture between, you know, excitement, um, pride and stress. Um, I mean, I didn't really fear for my life um, for the surgery until the night before, and I was like, ah, you know what might happen tomorrow? I yeah. might just never wake up again, and um, certainly ain't going to heaven. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it was... It's probably the most vulnerable I've ever been, um, mm. you know, with some of the shots and some of the conversations, and just have to be... Try and be as honest as you can, and um, yeah, that, th those moments kind of sucked, but I think they were also rewarding at the same time. And mm -hmm. um, it, you know, I'm, I'm not going to say at the end of the day because um, that's the worst thing ever. Um, but yes. at the end of the project, <laughs> I'm just very happy with uh, the final, the final product. Yeah, well, that's fantastic. Wil Wilbur, can I chime in? Like Wilbur went all out. Was super grateful. Like he, he talked about pretty much everything, mm -hmm. yeah. everything, and um, <laughs> yeah. Like his penis. I mean, I, honestly, I said to them, "Do not put that line in the film." <laughs> and then every single interview or whatever has been like, "So, tell us more about your penis." Like, no, no, that's fine. Well, I mean, I blame Shortland Street for that. <laughs> Shortland Street has brought penises to the fore. That's the only reason I mentioned it. In the film. <laughs> yeah. Chris Warner's my idol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you're riding the tailcoats of Chris Warner, like everybody has in New Zealand. The that's all we are. Yeah, John yeah. Long and Chris Warner. Exactly, exactly. Tim's had his time in the sun. Um, no one's going to Guatemala anymore. Um, right, so I'm surprised. Well, that you were at sometimes it was hard to get things out of you, but you formerly um, a talk show host, uh, talk back. On Radio 1? Chatman. Chatman. As the day. Chatman. I remember Chatman. Just remember it. I Do mean, you know how many calls we had? I, I was about to ask you that. How many calls did you have? Uh, but let's say we did, I don't know, 20 shows? Yeah. We had one call. <laughs> one. I tried everything, man. I tried being like a, you know, Alex Jones-esque host and try to get David into it. And the only call we got from this little man from Momoru goes, uh, on the break, he goes, Hello, it's uh, Rupert here from Momoru. Just want to say that... Uh, you're doing a fantastic job. I was like, Ruben, do you want to talk on the air, mate? He's like, ah, uh, no thanks, come on. <laughs> that was a, one call the whole year. Oh, my God. I texted in one. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. good job. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good friend. You should have rang. Like, you, you put him under the spotlight. You should have allowed them to do the same for you back in the day before you knew you were going to make this documentary. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Damn, Flux damn. capacitors and all that. I did a pick-a-path show once where I read a pick-a-path book. Got a lot of texts and to, to choose which path to go down. That is a great. brilliant idea. I great. wish I'd listened to it. Yeah, it was a Sunday school. It was awesome. We don't do those anymore. Mm. Um, how has life changed for you post-op? Um... It was, you know, really lame for the first week after. It was a lot of pain, um, mm -hmm. a lot of trimadol. Um, but since then... Is it really lame? <laughs> the morning sucked. <laughs> the evenings were smooth. <laughs> um, but <laughs> the months after has been fantastic. I mean, I'm, you know, I, I still consider myself a big person, but um, I don't know I can move. I can, you know, I'm playing indoor football today. Um, yes. I play basketball with my mate. I just I get to run around. I can... 
I can move. I can fit ridiculously more comfortable clothes now. Um, women aren't disgusted by the side of me. It's it's cool, man. Yeah, yeah. And you, well, you, not all women. No, <laughs> I, don't, I haven't taken the survey. Tind- survey tind- says tindering it up now, eh? <laughs> mate. Tinder still don't work. They're like, not him. I got to meet me and see my loud ass in person. Uh, and in terms of um, the documentary, uh, Ollie, how like I know you uh, showed it in Wellington uh, last week as uh, part of the Doc Edge um, documentary um, program that's happening there, and you're up in Auckland this weekend. Um, mm-hmm. How have the audience reacted to the film so far? Yeah, so we, we had the world premiere in Wellington last weekend and got Auckland this week. Um, yeah, the audience was awesome. They, they, they laughed in all the right places. Um, had really good feedback afterwards. Had our first really positive review coming out yesterday on flix.co.nz. Um, nice. Which is, yeah, four out of five, which is pretty, pretty stoked about that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, 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 the comedy is really tough. Like you, it's, you watch something over and over in the edit, and then you kind of forget what was funny about it. So yeah. watching it with an audience <clears throat> was quite good to see that it still worked and that we got it right. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So why are you off doing the star-studded stuff? And uh, Will was stuck here vacant to meet it. I was oh, flown up to no. Wellington. Oh, you are oh, you went to Wellington? Oh, nice. You're coming up to Auckland as well. Yeah. I am, and then there's all these other screenings, which no one's talked to me about if I'm going to them either. Hey, well, you, I assume you're going to the one here in Autipoti. Well, yeah, well, yeah. Um, hopefully, and all my friends and family. That would be nice. Yeah. Um, one of the great things I think uh, that I've seen about this film so far is the social media presence. Like, I, uh, like, two. I, I heard about the film through Facebook um, maybe a month ago. Oh, really? Uh, because people were just sharing it left, right, and centre. This is happening this is doing this um we've got jess up in um cuddy cuddy wants to do a screening she's going yeah, yeah. she's going hard about it oh, nice yeah. there's a, yeah there's a lot of excitement about it which is which is awesome so there's a lot of excitement but how does that make you feel like knowing that these people are going to go watch you on this on this big screen uh and they're excited about it yeah i mean it, it's cool um and you know I've, i get in the film there's bits of my band playing um which is something i'm really serious about and so that's a chance for other people to see my music yeah. um to see me in the ring and i kind of see it as a bit of like a, a mini audition tape for any people up in auckland or whatever who might want someone to do some ads or presenting or stuff or you know because that's what i'd like to be doing more of um it's fantastic but yeah you're right it has had an incredible social media presence it's almost like my dad it's either negative John Key stuff or <laughs> or travelling photos or his paintings and that's like 20 posts a day that's how many posts we put up oh, as many as you and McDougal parents and their photos why <laughs> do they think you want to see them <laughs> yeah, I unfollowed him for a year and I had withdrawals <laughs> my mum takes the same photos of the same places <laughs> Always go to twice with her. Always do the Mount Cook walks. And oh look, there's a different cloud formation today. <laughs> Same freaking photo. It's just, it's just vapor. It's just vapor. <laughs> so, um, you still wrestling? Wrestling still a thing? Yep, I wrestled in Christchurch two weekends ago. Um, for the Rumble, and I've got a spot on the Royal Rumble down in um the Southern Rumble for Southern Pro Wrestling. Nice. And and but then you've retired the name. Um, the King is surely dead. Yeah. And um, a better, more efficient, funny. Drunken wrestler was in his place called Doctor Feelgood. Doctor Feelgood. So, so I, I was, I was hoping it was going to be Slim Jim. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Was on the list? <laughs> yeah, Slim Jim. Doctor. Was it Doctor Slim Jim or just Slim Jim? Slim just, Jim. just Slim Jim. Just Slim Jim. Yeah, I, but the, the other thing is, they're a chocolate biscuit. So, yeah, chocolate biscuit isn't it a meat stick? 
No, well, I just remember Slim Jims when I was a kid being uh, a chocolate biscuit. In America, it was a Macho Man Randy Savage like um, pepper meat stick, and you go, "Oh yeah, brother, get yourself a Slim Jim." Oh well, so it is actually a rest. Oh, yeah. see, I wasn't going for you that. You didn't go there. I you didn't go. Th- wow. Wow, that's how good you this know what you don't is. know. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I do, I do. Brilliant. So, um, so what, what's what's happening with the? I guess you've just had your world premiere. Um, any inklings from distro people? On what sorry? Is there any inkling inclinations from people uh, in the distribution world? Come on, oh, right. distro. Yeah, yeah. Sort it out. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, we, so we do have a few screenings lined up around New Zealand. Um, we're doing it via a service called Demand.film. Mm-hmm. Um, the first of those will be in Dunedin on the 8th of June. And So if you just go on Demand.film, you can see Wilbur, King of the Ring, and the screenings got got lined up. It's mainly in the region um, at this stage because we've done Wellington, we're doing Auckland, but we might go back to those as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so, so that's our distribution model. It's a bit different and it relies a bit more on social media. Um, I came back to what you said earlier, like part of the reason you see so much on social media is because we don't really have a budget. So yeah. everyone involved did it for the love of it and is passionate about the project so they share and come up with creative social content. And it all sort of links back to demand.film um, where we sell tickets from. Yeah, yeah, and you have to, is, is that one of those platforms where you have to sell a certain amount of tickets or the thing doesn't happen? Yeah, yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sort yeah. Of a new model, um, a bit different, but yeah, so far so good. Yeah, oh, good, good. And um, is there, are you looking at taking it to any festivals? Uh, yeah, so we're just, we're just waiting to hear back from the Melbourne International Film Festival. Obviously, it was, it was either between Dockage and the New Zealand International Film Festival, and we decided to go with Dockage. Um, so there's Melbourne in the running and a few European ones just about to look into the American market. Oh, nice. Um, well, um, well, well done, both of you. It's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, yeah um, well done on still being friends. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, we just winked. Um, oh. oh, and the one Snitches thing... just gets stitches. And the thing is, um, from what I've seen, because I haven't seen the film yet, because you didn't send me uh, a copy to watch, so thanks for that. Um, oh. But the, 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 the trailer looked really well shot. I'll say yeah. that it's beautifully shot. It, it looks um, looks fantastic, and of course you've got beautiful central Otago in the background. Some some stuff that I saw, uh, a beautiful bedroom. Um, <laughs> well, I, I assume old school WWF. A bedroom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's definitely a bedroom. Yeah, yeah. This Flash lounge. Great, great, great scenery. Great scenery all around. All right, so it's on uh, Dunedin. You, you'll be there on the eighth, Jamie, eh? at the Dunedin screening at Rialto. I will be at, at Rialto. Uh, 8 p.m. Uh, it's the Sunday, isn't it? Tuesday. Uh, oh, th- oh, sorry, Thursday. It's Thursday. Yeah. yeah um, so next Thursday, um, go and see it. It, it looks amazing. Um, like you said, from, from the reviews I've seen, there's one review. It got uh, four stars on Flix, uh, which is fantastic. Ollie, thank you for joining me from uh, wherever you are up in Auckland. And thank Wilbur, um, so great to have you back in the studio. No problem, bro. Uh, Thursday after Thursday after next Thursday. Oh, Thursday after next Thursday. So oh, thank two, you. Two, two, two weeks. Two weeks. Oh, yeah. That's the one thing I always. I got the Slim Jim thing done without even thinking. About about it and I can't even get the dates right. God, who are you? Bring back Aaron Hawkins. Oh, God. I've already had a rant about the council today. <laughs> All right. Uh, brilliant. So, yeah, Rialto on the 8th. Um, go to the website. What was the website again? nzdemand.film. Uh, nzdemand.film. Um, so you can get your tickets there to make sure it happens. I'm sure it's probably already basically sold out um, anyway. And um, and if you miss it this time, it will no doubt be screened again uh, at some later date. Uh, once again, both of you, thank you so much for joining me. Uh, and we'll see you on the 8th.